hearing this? Anybody hear that? How can we possibly have the slightest idea what to expect? Well, we're back. Hold on to your butts. Welcome to the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic, including the movies, TV shows, music, toys, and more. In episode 372, Tom Jurassic joins us once again to dive into uh, the long timeline of events that have led up to the next Jurassic World film. Uh, We kind of go back to 2020 and talk about all the little uh, revelations that have happened over the course of the past few years to lead us to this eventual new movie and all of the drama, all of the spin-off ideas, all of the casting rumors and all kinds of fun stuff to talk about with this movie. Um, but there's a lot of uh, recent news, obviously, with the next Jurassic film, whether it was directors and writers and no, no directors and all kinds of stuff. We dive into all those aspects. But yes, it's the full timeline of events that has led us to here uh, when it comes to this next upcoming film. I promise it's a fun one, so stick with us. Of course, while you're listening to this episode, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, TikTok, and of course, YouTube to continue the conversation from this episode. And as always, please check out our weekly live streams over on YouTube discussing all of the latest Jurassic news from around the world, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. EST each and every week. Next week, we have a great episode planned about the Jurassic World escape room that is down in Universal Orlando in CityWalk. It's a great experience, and we wanted to finally talk about it. So stay tuned next week for our episode all about Jurassic World escape. For now, let's go ahead and dive into that conversation with myself and Tom Jurassic, all about the history of events that have led us to the next Jurassic film. Now what John Hammond and InGen did at Jurassic Park create genetically engineered theme park monsters. Nothing more, nothing less. Too scrambled these days. There's too much going on, so it's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. And uh, that's a good that's a good transition point. It's hard to keep up with all the latest uh, news for this upcoming movie, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, you, we, we always like to try to get some recordings in when we can, and you had brought up the idea of just talking about this movie or video game or something. And I'm like, let's, mm-hmm. let's shoot for the movie. There's been some updates, but not since like you initially pitched it. And I was like, all right, let's wait for some more news. Maybe there'll be some more news. I don't think we've gotten any more news uh, really this you week. You watch it. There's going to be news that comes out the keep... second we finish this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the problem. That is the problem. So keep your eye on on the feeds uh, just to make <laughs> sure. But that is uh, the problem with doing episodes like this. But I, I'm in this zone right now where I, you know, for so long we kind of, we're in, in a drought and we didn't really have a lot to talk about news wise. So, um, but I, I really dig doing like the bonus episodes and the news update episodes and like getting stuff out to everybody as quick as I can. And by that point, obviously a lot of people already know all the details and all the stuff. So it's not like it's like breaking news or getting stuff hot off the presses, but like, I do like doing those, those bonus episodes. Yeah. So, so it is fun, but this is going to be kind of more of like uh, a history plus like uh, just a, a refresh of what's going on and where we're at. And obviously it's not like this very long, uh, you know, set of events, but we we are going to take it back a few years actually. And I was quite shocked 
Um, because while this whole process has been going on with all the updates for Jurassic World 4, Jurassic Park 7, whatever you want to call it, I've I've continually referenced back to this um, this article from Collider, and and uh, they had a discussion with Frank Marshall a while back about yeah. you know is is Jurassic World Dominion kind of going to be like the end point. Um, Here's the article here from Collider. And basically, at some point in this article, they're just like, is this going to be the end point? And Frank Marshall's like, no, it's going to be the start of a new era. Um, and I, I feel like everybody remembers this uh, this article. This was literally way earlier than I remembered. It was May 22nd, yeah. 2020. So at this point, we're you know in the midst of a pandemic uh, in 2020. And you know it's only a few months into that and we you know Jurassic World Dominion is kind of been on a break and then maybe starting to film again it's it's going through its uh you know its stuff over there that was that was a whole ordeal it's taken trying to its paces yeah, yeah trying to get that movie running uh, they they weren't they filming for like a few weeks and then it stopped and then yeah. yeah a bunch of weeks went by then they started filming again and they you know were touting you know how how awesome their production is because of all the COVID protocols and everything. But during all of that, in the midst of it, Frank Marshall has this interview and, and basically saying like, no, this is not going to be the end. We're not done yet. It's the start of a new era. Um, and he mentioned that, you know, dinosaurs are on the mainland now amongst us and they will be for quite some time. And he's, he added that he hopes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's not very confident, yeah. but like, um, but this is going to be like the new normal. He basically says. Um, and I, I thought like, a funny point at the end of this article, um, they mentioned something like, uh, so far universal pictures hasn't delayed the film's planned June 11th, 2021 release date. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was laughing about that when I was kind of reviewing this article because I wanted to go through and it try to mine... release date and then some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it, it, uh, yeah, it, it continued on a full what year after that. So, um, yeah. But I thought that was pretty funny. But I so I wanted to go back. We've got Larry David playing in the bottom corner here of this video. If you're watching on <laughs> YouTube, but um, but I wanted to go back and just kind of find like where things may have started for the future of this franchise because mm -hmm. you know um, at that point when Jurassic World Dominion is coming out, we're all questioning like what's going to be the next step? Is anything going to happen? Um, and Frank Marshall's you know confident at at this point in 2020 that you know the uh the the franchise is going to expand it's going to be a new era and the language of new era really you know was spoken into existence at this point in 2020 yeah. so i i thought that was interesting because it's kind of circled back around to that now um back then did you have any expectation as far as where the franchise would go i i think it was clear that it was unlikely to finish with Dominion because obviously they'd invested in Camp Cretaceous. You had for the first time this um, television product as well. And I think back then, weren't there even rumours of the live action TV series still as well? Um, so there might have been, yeah. Combined, yeah, that combined with this kind of just gave the sense of, okay, there isn't going to be an end point. I think I, if anything, I'd. I actually genuinely think I was a little bit annoyed by this because it kind of felt like it was letting the cat out of the bag before we got to see Dominion because you kind of already were like, <laughs> okay, well, Dominion's not going to end things per se. So how much of an ending would it really feel like? Um, but it, it definitely wasn't a surprise because 
at the end of the day, it's people who say Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, um, and then obviously Dominion made a billion dollars at the box office. So of course they're going to want to continue to do them. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, up until this point, um, you, I don't think we had a trailer. Uh, the trailer debuted, uh, I believe it was 2.10 of 2022. So quite a, quite a while later. There's probably some developments yeah. in between all this stuff, but important developments we we kind of continue on to the trailer and the trailer is very very much like you know experience which i wrote down experience the epic conclusion of the jurassic era so that was yeah like that to everybody like watching those trailers to general audiences that is the end like experience the epic conclusion of the jurassic era um you know it felt like during that time period there was a confusing like bit of messaging right we've got frank yeah. saying which is too early two years earlier which is just mind-blowing all this time you know since covid and everything just has blended together we're, we're now <laughs> literally four years almost from that article from frank marshall oh which is like mind-blowing to me like i don't know how yeah. we've gotten here but but um you know so a lot of things have changed and they're still mixed with their messaging you know, this is going to be the end, but it's not the end. It's a new era. So it's like very confusing, I think, at that point. Um, yeah. You know, you were never really phased by the epic conclusion, right? You didn't really consider it to be the end. I, I mean, it's like I say, it's quite obvious it wouldn't be. But I think it's annoying that they went down the route of using that marketing trope. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it has caused confusion for a lot of general audiences. So I have seen some discussion around Jurassic Park 7 now. And sort of the general public going, oh, but wasn't wasn't the last film the last one? What, why is there another one? And that kind of thing. So I really don't think they help themselves by sort of leaving that open goal for misconception in the eyes of the general public and people who aren't as invested in the franchise. Yeah, you know, I had um, a conversation on my uh, Wednesday night live streams. Shout out to those uh, people in the live chat every week. <laughs> um, but uh, so they'll, they'll all remember this conversation. But I, I wanted to talk about like kind of the the messaging of the franchise like what what is the franchise telling us and and i feel like they really need to um hone in on what they're talking about when they put out press releases <laughs> or when some new news becomes available or even if it's just in reference to a certain film or whatever like i feel like their their messaging is very loose and um confusing at times like you know mm-hmm. i brought up i brought up the whole like spinosaurus on main street tweet you know like there was a tweet about that there was um you know there even before jurassic world uh there was some you know confusion as far as like uh whether the lost world and jurassic park 3 mattered and or if they were being skipped over you know if it was retconning that they were even created so i feel like there's got to be better like brand messaging here as far as like what matters and what counts and what is this era when do we start like so it's very confusing i think for you know even hardcore fans to really yeah figure out what is going on <laughs> you know like what are we doing here what is the messaging behind this this uh franchise so i i hope they I, hone I that mean, in, I think, you know and I, I know we'll talk about this later but i think the whole announcement kind of summarizes that doesn't it because they i mean we'll get into it but 
to announce a film without the director attached is quite a ballsy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it almost puts them on the back foot if they then have to say, oh, actually, hold up, we need to delay because. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, yeah. And also, like with the most recent, like, updates, you know, there's, there's been a lot of like reboot talk and like, is it a reboot mm-hmm. or is it a, you know, a sequel, a continuation and all that. So there is very much confusing messaging going on here. But um, but this brings us to, um, you know, we're still in like the 2222 range before Jurassic World Dominion has released. Um, I think this was around 2022. I don't know if it was like tail end of 21 or not, but like in this range, at least there's rumors, I feel like starting to swirl of, um, you know, Dewanda Wise and Mamadou Ache like continuing mm. on after Jurassic World Dominion. So, I mean, I had heard rumors that they would be like a couple and and they would continue on with this franchise. They would be the new leads to take the mantle and all that stuff. So, I, I heard, heard that, rumors. Yeah, that the time, uh, um, Jurassic World Four was already in development with um, Kayla as the lead. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that that was very much um, a lot of the discussion point at the time was, oh, is this production going to go back to back with Jurassic World 4? Are they going to go straight into it with this new character leading it, which was quite interesting. Yeah, and I think, honestly, like, I think that they really built a a pretty awesome character in Kayla Watts. So to me, having Kayla be somebody along with Ramsey, Ramsey was, like, a little less so. Like, they didn't really build his character out too much. They didn't really get a ton of grasp as far as like who he was or, or, you know, what he, his motivations will be in the future. Um, but yeah. to, to have them together, I thought that would be a great idea. I would love to have, you know, seen that kind of continuation. Um, but that once you see the movie, you're like, okay, that it doesn't totally track that idea. Like, cause they didn't, I don't know. Did they have any contact in this movie at all? I forget. Like they may have just when the helicopter so, arrived. Like I forget. Yeah, they did then. And also we know that Kayla had delivered to Biosim before. Yeah. So it's kind of implied that there might be more of a background story there. And um, but also I would imagine so we know that Ramsey was involved in the trials in Washington afterwards and the like Senate hearing. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kayla was involved in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely could have been. Um and and I, you know, for so long had been talking about that kind of rumor and, and my expectations in my brain was that's where we're going to go after this movie. You know, mm. I'm thinking, you know, OK, we're going to continue on with these characters. We'll still have that a little bit of like legacy baggage where like, you know, it's some of the same characters continuing on. And but I think with with, uh, you know, Ramsey and Kayla, they could have really at least carried that mantle and done new stories that don't necessarily have to tie back into stories that we you know have seen before so i thought that would that oh, would yeah. be a good jumping off point for a new era so for me like things are checking out like all the conversations kind of lining up like the new era and have these new leads kind of continuing on i thought that would be you know a great direction so um yeah yeah and that's back in 2022 obviously even like prior to that there's these apparent like script notes that leaked out that and this was, I think, back in 2021 or so, but like saying that, um, you know, basically <laughs> the entire script of Dominion was was not good or something like that, and felt very harsh for what I was reading through. But um, so it, maybe the 
there was this lingering idea back then, if those script notes are true and real and everything, um, you know, maybe there's this lingering idea with Universal that maybe we need to go in a different direction. I don't know, but um, but you know, the messaging is 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 interesting at this point. So, um, mm. but Jurassic World Dominion comes out uh, June tenth, twenty twenty two, and um, you know, I think it it did you know okay. It did pretty well. It didn't do as much as the other ones, but it did a billion dollars, which is a, a lot. You know, in this it's era. a sizable amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> it's a well, lot, especially being one of the first films to come out post pandemic as well, when cinemas were still kind of just reopening. Yeah, you. I mean, you've only had like a handful. You've had Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, this is off the top of my head. I don't know Jurassic World Dominion. You've had Barbie. Uh, I think Oppenheimer mm. may may have been close to a billion, if not a billion. I don't remember. Um, I think so. What but there's been memory? a handful. Uh, yeah, that one I think did too. Um, so there's been like only a handful of movies to really, really like hit that billion dollar mark. And it everybody talks about Jurassic World Dominion as a disappointment box office wise. And I'm just like, that doesn't check out for me. It, I know it just, there. it just crossed the billion dollar threshold. It took a long time to get there. But they did it, and you know this franchise is a averaging at six, uh, a one million or one million one billion dollars per <laughs> per film. Yeah. So I was going to say if well. it was one million, one million, film, they probably wouldn't do enough. <laughs> we one. wouldn't have, we wouldn't have got past number one <laughs> if that was the case. <laughs> but like it's doing really well, and uh, you know the box office is maybe speaking a different language than. The critical audience, you know, the critical audience uh, really doesn't like this movie. Um, I personally just still love it. I, I mean, I'm still, especially right now, I feel like the conversation died for a little while. But right now, the conversation's building back up in terms of Dominion and whether it was good, whether it was bad, mm. whatever the case may be. And I, I've been very, like, heartened by the amount of people that really love dominion so i've seen a lot of people actually coming out of the woodwork and saying that they really like the movie but at the same time uh the the people who didn't like it are still continuing to say that they didn't like it so it's mm. it's um you know i'm hearing it from I both really ends right it now on Sunday. yeah i've really oh, yeah? watched it on sunday and i really enjoyed it yeah i uh, over the past few days i've been thinking like oh maybe i need to throw it back in because like Mm. I've been watching some clips and and different things. And I'm like, oh man, like I love this scene. Like, and I just watched. You know, we were talking about the trailer, and I wanted to get the wording, the ex uh, experience, the epic conclusion of the Jurassic era. And I was watching that trailer, like, oof, man, I'm getting like goosebumps. <laughs> this was like such a good time. Like, yeah. I love this time personally. Like, I had such a good time with that film and just seeing those scenes. Like, man, that was a good trailer. So, um, yeah, but for me, like, I think it did well, but. You know, is there something lingering as far as like the studio reaction uh, to the movie? Do, do are mm. they hearing bad conversations about it? Are those script notes still lingering in their brains? Like, what's going on? Um, I don't know. But the word is at this point still that like you know we're gonna get this spinoff uh, with Kayla and and Ramsey. But like, you know, at the same time, the messaging is it's the end. So it's very confusing. And the mm -hmm. same thing has happened with Star Wars. Like their messaging was like basically the same experience, the conclusion of a saga or something like that. And and of course, we know yeah. now know that like that saga is not 
dead by any means. Like uh, a new Ray movie is coming out, so it's like the Skywalker saga is not done because she's a Skywalker, right? But um, she's no, 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 no. You miss it, Brad. In the new film, she's gonna say, "I choose to be Ray Solo." Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just, just gonna like change. Like eventually, she'll be like, "I'm gonna be Ray Fett." And Ray Malkus. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I you know. I, I think it's interesting. Obviously, like, there was a quote at some point from uh, Colin Trevorrow that, like, a lot of the brand messaging, like, stuff that you see in these trailers is, um, you know, developed by the people who make the trailers and stuff or, or whoever yeah. else, some marketing team. So even Colin, I think, didn't even realize that that was going to be the case. So yeah. um, I do it's think it's, it's really interesting seeing in terms of the marketing. And I... This this different to the future of the franchise, but it does appear to me that towards the end of the franchise, there was a bit of a divide between Colin and the studio. Like it just felt like obviously mm. we get in the extended edition at a later point. It kind of felt like that was the film that he always wanted to put out. Um, and for whatever reason, that wasn't the film that was put out the first time. So I'm curious as to whether there was some kind of change in the dynamic there and if that experience will affect how universal approach it in the future as well yeah you're right I, I didn't put that in the notes but that's a good shout because like at that time once Jurassic World Dominion comes out things felt weird right like things felt yeah odd you're getting um there was like a lot of uh, uh conversation pieces about like Bryce and her her pay scale versus um uh, yeah Chris Pratt and like and then there was stuff with Colin and and it was it just felt weird and it felt kind of tense and I didn't like it. I, I didn't like that feeling. Um, so, yeah, I think like at that point, there probably is some some weirdness going back and forth between Colin and Universal and all that stuff. And and honestly, like since that time, we've gotten next to nothing from Colin, <laughs> you know, like it's almost mm -hmm. been kind of radio silence after that marketing time kind of elapsed and, and that was it. Um, and speaking of that end date of, of like the promotional period, um, there was a, a video uh, set out in Malta. You know, they did that whole Malta thing. Colin was even out there and it, it was just a weird, 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 weird uh, thing. Like, yeah. They it, did the it, whole promotion with zero fan involvement whatsoever just a it, couple of select media outlets it was like a it was a promotional piece for malta like that's really what it was but it felt odd and it felt weird but um at that time bryce is out there she's doing a lot of uh media work with Zawanda wise and um you know there's this whole video where I don't know why I've got this thing, uh, this video, this picture still up because we're well past this new era. Um, <laughs> but um, there's this this you know period of time where they film a, a, a behind the scenes little clip after their interviews are done, and uh, you know Bryce mentions that she wrapped up eight years of Jurassic promotion. You know, mentioning mm -hmm. that she's come full circle, and uh, you know that I remember that being an emotional video, and and uh, you know seeing like eight years come to a close that was that was kind of sad she was definitely choked up in that video but at the same time she did say to dewanda wise uh who plays kayla watts she did i want you to quote I'm, word for word no i'm not gonna quote word, word for <laughs> word she says you take that baton and, <laughs> and you sprint like hell babe you're gonna kill it all right so she 
<laughs> Bryce, at this period of time, this was, um, what was the date on that? It was nine, so September 14th. Uh, 2022. I'm sorry I wrote these mm. dates this way, Tom. I know you're looking at them the wrong way. Uh, but... I'm like, what, what is the 14th month? What's 14 going months. on? <laughs> um, but, uh, oh my so... God, later there's 24 months. <laughs> but at that time in September, you know, Bryce is basically endorsing uh, DeWanda Wise and kind of not even endorsing, but like just saying like, congratulations like this is yours now this is like what's gonna happen yeah she's handing a baton if you don't know that it's a racing metaphor you know you're handing it off to the next racer and the, the next racer is gonna take it and run with it so i don't know why she would say that if there wasn't the idea that she was going to be continuing yeah. in this franchise right so also, why, it's why would you say that Bryce saying that she wrapped up eight years of Jurassic promotion, the director's involved in the promotion as well, right? So there's been a lot of talk about whether Bryce would come back in a directorial fashion, but that almost seems to me like that's her saying goodbye to the franchise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as we know, that offer maybe hasn't been made. I, I'm sitting here wondering why is that offer not being made and, and has it been mm. made? Have has Universal set has have they even seen the Mandalorian like or any of the Star Wars stuff that Bryce has done? Like are they paying attention? Because she does some really great directing in those well, we shows. Might, and... We might have got our answer, Brad, with the whole pay scale thing. Maybe Universal maybe. aren't great yeah. with that when it comes to female directors as well. And then if that's the case, Bryce probably wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I I don't uh, have the full history of of you know them working with female directors, but, um, but yeah, I mean, maybe there was some bad blood there. Maybe there, you know something like we were saying, and maybe, mm -hmm. uh, maybe she just wants to be out of that situation. But I was confident at this period of time, watching that video of her handing the baton to Dewanda Wise and saying that she's going to kill it. Like there was specific, you know, wording there to say like, here you go, this is yours. You're going to kill it. That doesn't. Mm. I, that doesn't and mean like instead, for acting they killed or. Kayla. <laughs> that doesn't mean like for acting or like for doing other jobs. To me, that speaks directly to this franchise. Like, yeah, you take it and you run. You're gonna do great. And um, I was, you know, fairly confident back in that period of time in 2022 in September yeah. that like that's what we're gonna get announced. And in typical fashion, you mm. know, like. A few months after the film, you know, we're gonna get a, yeah. you know, a, a media piece, a, a press release dropped that, hey, we're continuing the Jurassic in a new era, yeah, with Kayla Watts starring in her own film, you know, uh, being the main character of the film, but you know, nothing, starring in her own that. film, Watts is that dinosaur. <laughs> What was that joke? It was my question. <laughs> I was quite proud of it, to be honest. So, jokes aside. So, um, yes, dear listener, Brad was confident at this moment in time that we were on the cusp, the precipice of a brand new Jurassic era. And then, just like in the dark, doomy days of post-Jurassic Park 3, silence <laughs> here if you want to if you want to know what that period of time was like let's just take a moment of silence ready
that's pretty much what it sounded like. <laughs> Except actually there was a lot more of me talking about just random stuff. So um, I was trying to keep the conversation going, guys. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so there's a big period of time where like, you know, the 30th anniversary stuff's going on. So they're not really talking about anything. But, you know, uh, I'm going to skip ahead to 2024 where – uh, myself and uh, Jay Jurassic, you know, we we sit down for like the first episode of the year and we're talking about 2024 and the, you know, things that are going to be talked about and discussed. We, I don't think once talked about the potential of a new film being announced. <laughs> I don't, I don't think at all. I don't think that was even on our radar to be talking about. So dear listener, the, the Jurassic Park podcast is always <laughs> first with all of the scoops you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't talk about that at all. Like, so when when the news comes, that was a complete surprise. Of course, before that, you know, we got um, word, official word of uh, Chaos Theory continuing on mm. and uh, Jurassic Park survival. So, like, we're still kind of, you know, in the Jurassic World era, but then also kind of going back to the Jurassic Park era. So we're kind of flip-flopping, yeah. which I think is a great way to handle this franchise, to be honest, is to be able to do both. You know, you don't have to just yeah. choose one. So I, I think that's a hopefully a good way forward is to have both brands available, you know, for whenever they want to use which logo. It's like, hey, here's the red, <laughs> here's the red and yellow logo. Here's the blue and gray or whatever colors you want to use. Take them, you know, like, so... I think you know, it's cool um, that, so before we come on to the new film, I think it's really interesting that both Chaos Theory and Survival, we don't know if Survival is going to be canonical yet, but we can assume that Chaos Theory will be. There is the potential for them to do stuff that sets up whatever comes next as well, which is quite interesting because we've never really had that before with Jurassic. It's always been film to film to film um, because everything else would usually get decanonized. Whereas this time around, or soft canonized, um, whereas this time around, <laughs> there is How an opportunity you. for <laughs> them to actually potentially tell some story in that that then impacts whatever comes next, which will be interesting. I don't well, think they will necessarily do that because i think that puts an entry barrier on any new viewers but there's that scope there which is quite interesting to think about i don't know i feel like just a tangent here but i feel like you know a character like darius you could just like drop into a new movie and have him yeah. be working with dinosaurs in some way and you get it. Like, you get it. He loves dinosaurs. What else? There's nothing else to get. Like, you know the character. That's it. Like, it's great that there's a ton of backstory you could check out. But I think a character like that you could drop in and just be like, you know, yeah. hey, he's a kid who grew up loving dinosaurs. You get one line in there that mentions that, you know. <laughs> and I think you move forward from there. And it, stuff stuff yeah. like that could work, I think, in, in the film, you know, uh, canon of jurassic but hey let's let's even go back you know to crossing over you know even even for jurassic world dominion it was that time period where we're getting seasons like four and five of uh camp cretaceous yeah. five came after dominion right so that did come after see, dominion. yeah um if and, you're about to talk about the cryo can again i'm walking off of this show i'm yeah i'm gonna talk about the cryo can so i'll, I'll talk to you later uh <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of those you know, things were like they had the opportunity that show, uh, 
they had the opportunity to cross over the other way because they did a a, a bunch yeah. of really good crossing over into Camp Cretaceous, you know, from the films. Obviously, the entire first season is like a crossover into, you know, the that that series, and then obviously with Fallen Kingdom and the intro and stuff like that, and then skipping ahead with like the chips that the embedded in the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. the brains, and there's a slight crossover there. It's like not really fully realized, but um and then of course the cryo can, which was just uncovered via a couple of fingertips. Um so what I'm saying is Can we take a moment of silence again? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh take a moment of silence out for the A cryo moment can. of silence for the cryo can. Well, there was a an email coming in right at that moment. So that was <laughs> that's a great moment of silence. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh I don't know. I think um I think let's just say if there's a way for them to retcon that entire thing, let it happen. Don't hold back. Yeah. Like I you know, I want those shows to be you know, as canon as possible, but in my older age, I've cared way less about canon than than usual. So, if there's a way to get it's rid of that, traumatized Dodgson remembering the mission is easier than it really was. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that never happened. Maybe like what we saw in Camp Cretaceous was him just being like, "I didn't pay an entire team of people to go salvage it." <laughs> I never, what is this can? And he just like picks it up and it's just like in his imagination. And and from the outskirts, you got like Kenji over there, like looking at him as he's holding his hand up with an empty, nothing in it, but he looks like he's holding a can. Um, I was like, what's that guy doing? Um, (laughs) But I, I think if there's any way for them to retcon that, and this is one like idea I've been saying since this popped up, this news, um, with David Kep, uh, which we're, we're jumping kind of into now. It's like the, we jumped all the way to 2024, where in January mm-hmm. 22nd, they're like, hey, David Kep is going to be writing a new movie, uh, a new Jurassic World movie, in quotes or whatever. So uh, I, I kind of, in my brain, just threw that aside. I saw David Kep, and my mind instantly goes to kind of the good old days and 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 i've loved all these movies but in my mind i'm going back to the 90s and uh you know i've got writer uh, jurassic park lost world guy getting eaten in lost world um i've got (laughs) david kep in my brain like writing a story for me personally that i've always wanted to see that that you know he's a big fan of the podcast brad hey hey man if you're listening david Let's get a moment of silence for David listening to this podcast because that's I feel bad for you. Right? Ready? Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, no email that time. No email that time. So that was not David. Nope, he did not email. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know I had said it on one of those uh, live reactions or something like that. That like how cool would it be to get. Um, well, actually, prior to even that, about I, I had already made posts about wanting a Kayla Watts movie crossing over with Darius mm. and getting that, like you had mentioned, like, would it work? I think it would work. I wanted to see that movie, too. But at the same time, I'm like, if I don't get that, I also want to see them just do a direct sequel to Jurassic Park, um, mm. recovering that cryo can. I think that would be just the 
the best option. And think about how cool that would be if they said, hey, let's let's do a direct sequel to Jurassic Park. We've got the writer of 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 this first movie. Like that would just break like the whole world. I feel like everybody would be like, what it, is yeah. what is happening? Just We're going Jurassic back, you know? Park shaving cream. Shaving cream is the name. Yeah, that's exactly and then mm-hmm. like the shaving cream shows up and people are like, what's the backstory on this shaving cream? <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, oh, you didn't see oh, Jurassic Park? Oh. <laughs> the title is Jurassic Park. You didn't say the magic word. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I like that. That's good. <laughs> let's do it. Um, but yeah, so that, in my mind, I'm like, let's have David Kep do that. So they at least announced that uh, David Kep, you know, is going to be writing the new movie. This came from The Hollywood Reporter on on the 22nd of January. And um, we got some a Suits ad. Uh, Suits is coming back as well. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Arnold. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a new suit guy. Um, suitsman. Hopefully a green suit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, you know, they mentioned that this this project has been flying under the radar, which was very true. Like nobody mm-hmm. really had any idea that this news was going to be coming. Um, and the scripts. I think in a... everyone was taken back by it. It was quite interesting yeah. seeing people who usually have a little bit of inside scoop going. Actually, I had no idea that this was coming. Yeah, I mean, like we've been leading up to this moment. We all had the idea that something could be in the works, and they were probably working on something. But you know, to have it just kind of dropped on you that there there has been work going on, and they are far mm. enough along that they're whispering about this 2025 release date. Um, they mentioned that there's no director on board and, and Frank Marshall, Pat Crowley, Steven Spielberg, and no mention of Colin Trevorrow at all. Like I, I was like, mm-hmm. oof, that's, that's kind of rough. Cause I thought for sure, if you had asked me, you know, which I probably have said it many times, it, you know, for the future movies, Colin Trevorrow would probably be an executive producer on the movie. Um, but that does not seem to be the case, at least right now. Uh, it, there's no mention at all of Colin Trevorrow. So was there some bad blood is there does he just want to move on with his life like what is the what's the deal here i have no idea but um i think he wants his time with jurassic to go extinct maybe i mean look like he came out of like the indie film world and just making like small a small film Mm -hmm. or, or whatever however many it was it was like not much but uh to go into a world where you are the creator you're you're essentially the person you are the no, Steven Brad, Spielberg. That's a different the, film. The, the, yeah, I know that. You know what's uh, <laughs> Gareth Edwards? You're the Gareth Edwards of the world, or the uh, uh, the George Lucas. You know, you're that person for the franchise. The one who consults on Live Tour and Chaos Theory, and well, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe not Chaos Theory, but uh, um, <laughs> Camp Cretaceous, like all these things. Um, to then go to no mention of of anything. That's kind of wild to me that's pretty wild mm, it does seem quite brutal but uh at the same time th- this article from hollywood reporter mentioned launching a new jurassic era so we're back four years later uh, to that branding of of mentioning you know this new jurassic era so to me when you say I, i'm god i was gonna say here i really hope they don't rebrand I think having Jurassic Park and Jurassic World is enough. I think if we now get Jurassic Epoch or whatever, it's going to just be too much. 
yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, I've been, I've been on the, uh, the train of like wanting, um, just like a Jurassic brand overall, just, you just, mm. that just speaks volumes. I think, uh, as we'll talk about in a little bit with the, the logo release or kind of logo. Um, but like, I think the Jurassic brand speaks, speaks for itself and you don't necessarily need to, uh, continue on with a Jurassic world, Jurassic park mentality. I think you can just kind of mm. just be like, this is a Jurassic movie, you know, and do the whole Han Solo, you know, a, a Star Wars story kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but a Jurassic story. I think a it could tale work. from a Jurassic world. Exactly. Exactly. Um, mm. But you it's know, almost as if there was some logic in that name choice. It seems like there could have been. The person who came up with that wasn't just mindless and just like had no <laughs> thoughts going on in his head. You know. Uh, <laughs> but um, but I. I agree it would be kind of bad news to just go, okay, now we've got another Jurassic titled film franchise, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Jurassic and Jurassic Family. Jurassic Era. Like that would just be weird to me. Mm -hmm. Like I, I would be okay if it was like Jurassic World New Era or Jurassic Park New Era or something Mate, like that. It would be so dumb if it was Jurassic Era. Like they literally said in the last film the end of the Jurassic Era and then film seven is Jurassic <laughs> Era. <laughs> That would be really dumb. That would be really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> um, but uh, but basically, you know, they there's a lot of conversation about uh, implying that there's going to be just a new cast, a new storyline, mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, and it said I think at some point in this article that like um, where where was it exactly? Uh, it must be up here somewhere. Like continuation plans may have changed i don't know where it said it <laughs> i don't know but um but yeah no i think like the the titling of a new jurassic era means i'm not we're not going back and revisiting things we're not going back so like in my yeah. mind i'm like okay cryo can story off the table probably also because for not if it's a new era we're not kind of going back to the era that everybody kind of really wants to see with Jurassic Park um, because of the vibes, everything about Jurassic Park era, whether you're going to do a, a prequel to that movie or a direct sequel to that movie or a movie set in between Jurassic Park and Jurassic World or, or Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World. Like, I feel like that that era is gone now as of that mentioning of a, a new Jurassic yeah. era. And also the fact that this article had mentioned like that, uh, you know, th there's... The, the mention that it's going to be Jurassic World and not Jurassic Park is uh, mm. kind of telling. So I was like, okay, uh, I don't know. Well, Maybe... I think that's the thing is where we end with Dominion, it is very much a Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. So it it makes a lot of sense, right? Like the titling yeah. makes a ton of sense, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, this maybe this Kayla Watt story is still relevant. Maybe... You know, maybe we are going to kind of like continue on with that direction. But uh, who knows? No, nothing's been confirmed yet there. Um, and uh, the next piece of news that really came out after the David Kep thing, which was huge, um, was the uh, Steve Versati saying, hey, yes, it's happening. You know, like it, 
I'm uh, the reports are true. I'm on this movie and it's in the works. I'd love and, uh, to know. I really want to know whether he was allowed to do this or if Universal were kind of like, oh, yeah. okay. Probably <laughs> not allowed to do it, but like that it's the post is not down. You know, they didn't tell tell him mm -hmm. to take it down. Um and and like we're talking about now in this kind of era, that things are gonna be a little loose. We're not really gonna, you know, mm -hmm. confirm or deny a lot of things, but um some things we're gonna let oh, slide we're, we're gonna confirm one big thing one Dad. big thing one big thing yeah yeah um but you know uh, the the thing that that kind of bothered me about this uh, article too i think it was this one um was that like they kind of they talk about this new era and and uh and stuff like that but it like a lot of people or maybe it wasn't this article specifically but at some point there was like conversation of like Oh, is it is this going to be like a reboot? Are we just moving on from everything yeah. we just did? And uh, you know, it's so I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like the messaging kind of has to like get out ahead of the problem before people start thinking that <laughs> the the last three movies don't count or something. So you know, well, it's, I I think Jurassic traditionally has a huge problem with reactive comms rather than proactive comms where you'll yeah. get like your trailers but that tends to be it in terms of official communication um, yeah. and actually having more of a sense of a pipeline early on would probably mitigate any concern yeah it, it would be nice if they uh stayed ahead of things but um nope they love to just let us stew and talk and yeah and wander out of control but uh, Steve Brasati at least coming back, which is is cool. I think Steve did a, a great job. I, I really like everything I saw dinosaur wise. I know it's like again, it's a, it's not a perfect recreation of some dinosaurs and where they were in that initial opening scene, or you know. But I think mm. that the way they looked and the the feathering and um, all the just the different kind of really cool creatures we got, cool. they looked yeah. awesome. Like I, I I really loved everything about the way that those all looked. So I'm happy with the work that he did, you know, and he mentioned like, you know, is still in the footsteps of Jack Horner. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's like a pretty confident piece of news there. The most, that might be the most confident piece of news we have. Yeah. Um, well, because... apart, apart from the official announcement we received, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, writers and David Kep has been a, attached to a lot of movies and has has been not the end writer on the movie or not the final writer or you know somebody who's just done a little bit of work here and there so like writers i'm not even confident with and dates i'm not really confident in so um and directors i'm apparently not very confident in but uh steve rosati you're good, man. This is the most confident piece of news. But we Brad, got. Brad, you can be confident in directors because at this point I can. in time, I can be we're very, very confident. confident that David Leach is coming. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, David Leach, he's, he's going to be doing it. He's circling that movie. He's circling whatever this Jurassic World movie is going to be. Um, and uh, and they, you know, they mentioned in this article, it's going to be coming out July second, twenty twenty five. Um, so yeah. And uh, again, a lot Wait, of did talk. They, did they say that before Universal? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Wow. I I don't know for sure if that that date was included in this article initially because there was a follow up article. Yeah. From Deadline about just the date, so I don't know if they announced they figured out the date. I I'm not really sure of the full timeline, but 
but I saw it at least in this article first and then um and then on social media. But um yeah. but yeah, there's a lot of talk again about the original people. Nobody's coming back, Bryce or Chris or you know, Sam Neill or anybody, Laura Dern. Um, and that is gonna be produced by, you know, um David Leach and his wife's uh, development company or produ uh, production company, 87 North. So at this point, it's like, wow, okay, we're, we're pretty far along in these talks that, like, we know that they're going to be producing this movie and they're going to be directing it. Like, so, <laughs> you know, and and as far as this article mentions and, and the trailers have shown, like, the Fall Guy, his upcoming film looked pretty amazing. Like, it looked really great. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to see that one. So, um, but... That was the news, which came with a lot of, um, you know, conversation. We, I, I think, I ultimately liked the news. I think it was like an interesting direction. I, I think this article may have mentioned like the biggest director next to Steven Spielberg, and I was like, really though? Like, is he? Yeah. Are we? Are we sure Joe Johnston maybe wasn't the biggest one or J.J. Abrams? Uh, Hey, we could get J.J. Abrams. I mean, there was a lot of talk of him being attached to this movie, too. Um, but there's also been a lot of talk that, like, J.J. can't really um, commit right now for some reason. I don't I don't really know. He's, like, having a hard time committing to scripts <laughs> and stuff. Um, but, like, you know, he did it for Star Wars. And whether you like those movies or not, he... He really and same thing with Colin Javaro. They they restarted a franchise and made them financially viable and made them big hits. So having him back would be awesome. But I think like probably a guy like JJ, um, you know, after you do a movie series that's not your own, it's not your own film, it's not something you can like hinge your career on. You probably don't want to go back to another one, like and say, okay, now I got to go back to another movie series that's not my own, that's not something I can really put my stamp on. Um, so I could see why he would probably say no to that. Um, yeah, but like apparently he was in the mix. That's that's the rumors at least. So, um, but David Leach came on board. It seems it seems yeah. like officially. I know they say like circling around, but it really seemed like he was. He was like um, going to be doing this. I mean, he had talks. Ready to sign, yeah. Yeah, he had talks at Amblin, I believe, and like he was ready to go. Um, and and then that was what very. Next, Brad? Well, what what happened next actually was this was this date here that was announced on uh, social media, Jurassic World account. No words, no title, nothing in in the comment section from them or the description or whatever. But July second, twenty twenty five, confidence at its best right here. Um, we've got this, you know, circle logo with the T-Rex head, all white text and, and visuals. Um, but like, you know, you see that date, you're like, okay, like things are moving along. Things are moving along. And um, I, I know I'm for me- I'm not sure I agree with the choice of the word confidence. You don't think so? I, I feel like there's potentially some other words that could be used. Oh, wow. I'm not sure I want to know, but like to me, <laughs> like if they post this, they they were confident that that's on the books for July 2nd, mm. 2025. Like I'm not confident in that. <laughs> that's not me. I'm no, not I'm talking is, yeah, about yeah, Universal. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fair play, fair play. <laughs> no, Universal's yeah. confident in that date. Um 
I mean, the other words I was thinking of were naive, <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> now, look, I know, um, I think, did, did he come out with the episode? Uh, I'm going to spoil his, uh, his thing if he didn't, but Stephen Ray Morris did a whole, like, uh, deep dive into, like, the production schedules and stuff. Um, mm. I think he might have. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, you know, doing the whole deep dive into, um, like, the turnaround times and things like that. And this turnaround time kind of lines up with a lot of the other ones. We're kind of used to Jurassic World Dominion at this point, which took just, like, way too long to, to come into produce. Years, yeah. Um, if you do look at um, the films that are coming out in July of 2025, you do have... Uh, Superman Legacy, which is one week after this movie, July 2nd, one week after that, mm. which is not good. Like, film industry, please stop doing this. Stop putting movie <laughs> after movie after movie on top of each other because July 2nd, you're not going to make enough money that you want to make with Superman Legacy one mm. week later. It's not going to work. I, oh, I, I actually think Universal have been smart with this, though. Because they're targeting the Independence Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I've seen people like Jeff Snyder say they want a, a Will Smith attached to this movie, mm. uh, which would be completely like wild. Um, I can't see it personally, but Will Smith has in in many many moons ago been um, you know the July Fourth weekend person. So, um, but uh, yes, you get a few extra days in there for that weekend. But like, I just think that the movie industry has changed and people are less willing to go constantly. Um, yeah, and, right. and it's too expensive to spend, you know, a bunch of money on this movie and then Superman. And then, well, let's talk about Superman for a second. Superman has a director, has a full cast, has <laughs> been written, you know, via social media from James Gunn that there's been so much work done on this movie. And they announced yeah. they announced sometime I think last year with a whole slate of stuff which I can't imagine is going to actually happen also. But um, they announced that so long ago, and it's been in production for a while. And there's concrete evidence of the production, and the, mm. they're going to start I think anytime, and if they haven't already. But um, you know that I movie think is they already has yeah. that movie feels well ahead of this movie, which comes a week earlier. So yeah. um Well it's it's interesting because there's a lot of talk about um supposedly quite a small scale team that's been working on this for some time, which yeah. I guess could be baked into the Kayla and Ramsey rumors. Like maybe they've had stuff in development on and off since then. But yeah. I think the question yeah. mark is how long has that been in development? Um and what is in development? Because we've heard that the creatures are apparently already done which is great, but if you don't have your actors, then there's nothing really that you can do until you get them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's perfectly all well and good. It's just like, I, I love the, uh, the James Gunn way of just saying like, hey, this is what we're doing, and like, I'll answer any questions you have, and mm. he's been super great about answering so many questions. And then to have like, kind of like this J.J. Abrams-inspired production, whatever Jurassic's doing right now, where it's like complete secrecy, and we're not going to tell you about mm -hmm. it until we have at least one piece of concrete information. Um, because the well, first thing... Well, the... to be fair, I was half expecting us to get notification that the film was coming out 10 days before. 
<laughs> in typical typical universal fashion yeah um but like it to me it's just like at least seems like jurassic is far behind everything mm. and then we also have uh fantastic four which was finally announced like officially um you know just the other on uh, on valentine's day we, we knew that the movie would be coming we've heard about it for a while but the casting announcement was finally revealed and that cast kind of leaked out a while ago we've we've pretty much known about that fantastic forecast for a while but that one also uh dated uh, i don't have the date but it's the end of the month uh, of july like the 20 something um so they dated that for the end of that month and we have a director we have a cast and we know that there's been a lot of work done on the marvel side of things mm -hmm. so again there's two productions in that month that we know a lot about now i have been hearing rumors that there they could potentially move that movie into like november or something like that so keep your your eyes on that that uh, uh fantastic four could move but Still, that's at the end, the tail end of the month, so that really wouldn't probably hinder this movie too much. It's that Superman right there in the in the middle of it that kind of throws things out of out of line there. But you know, it's interesting. It feels very rushed to me, especially when yeah, you know. But at this point, when we get this logo, we've got a writer, we've got a director, we've got a uh, a date. Okay, we're doing good. <laughs> we're doing good. And oh, and and word words. How well, words of like a smaller production and things like that, you know, maybe are, are coming out. So it like kind of feels like, okay, maybe they can do like a small movie, get this thing like, you know, isolated feeling and, and not a ton of CG or not a ton of animatronics or whatever. Just like kind of hone it down, not a huge cast, just like small amount of people. Maybe you could make mm -hmm. that thing really quick and, and not have to do a ton of post-production work to get that, you know, going. Well, but, yeah, like um, back to a big rock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So after that, uh, there was a little bit of information um, from Jeff Snyder, though, uh, who I guess has his own like uh, newsletter or podcast or something. I don't know. I, I did not subscribe. But uh, there was like this whole thing that came out about like, you know, David Leach was the director for hire and not somebody that's going to like really get his stamp on things. He's just kind of there to do what Universal wants him to do. Um mm -hmm. And uh, and the film's going to be that smaller in scale and feature a new cast. So um, when you hear that, like, oh, David Leach, he first off, I don't, I don't, I didn't even get your opinion on that. What was your opinion on that casting? Or not well, casting, but the, the, the director. The director. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it was an interesting choice. Obviously, he's done Hobbs and Shaw. Um, as Derek Davis posted, he was the second junior AD. Yeah. Um, on. Jurassic World Dominion. No, not uh, Jurassic World. Um, so <laughs> yeah, he did the uh, New Orleans stuff uh, down there. Yeah, and uh, that which was stuff the main feels street. quite good. I like a lot yeah. of that stuff. So I, I wasn't necessarily that concerned. Um, I think for me, it was more just the the whole narrative around David. I wasn't concerned about him. I was concerned about the pace it was happening. That yeah. we seem to suddenly have this new film, and then oh my god, we've got a director already. Or yeah. do we? Or do we? But um, yeah, there was there was some other information in that Jeff Snyder thing about you know spinoffs and different things. We'll we'll skip over that for mm. now. But um, but uh, yeah, you know, a director for hire at least somebody who's just gonna get done what they need to do. You know, that's why this seems very rushed and. Uh, quick and it's like you, you're not gonna be able to do what you really want to do so 
just make the movie we want. We've got it all figured out. You I just think, need to film yeah. it. You just like why? Could, I, I, I mean, any but Tom, like, you should you should get the camera. You've got you've got a camera. You would you would could be a director for hire for them. Like they would, <laughs> you know, you'd do what they want anytime. I'm sure, right? Mate, yeah, I'd I would like, too. Hey, I've got I've got a script for a television series. Let's go. No, no, no! Don't it. bring don't bring them a script, man. <laughs> if you learned anything from Jeff Snyder's story, do not bring them a script. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> do not bring them a That's script. That's one way to soil the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't do yeah. that. But if you got I've a done camera, that with man, enough relationships. <laughs> if you got a camera, bring it over because they need somebody to film this movie and do what they want you I... know, done. So I think at this point, alarm bells started ringing for me because it sounded very much like it was an executive-driven film. Um, and I think we've all heard mixed things about Universal executives having input in creative decision-making in previous Jurassic films. So at this point, I was kind of like, okay, what exactly are we in for? Well, we're in for a uh, uh, a loss of a director. Let's take a moment of silence yeah. here for David Leach. Who isn't dead? Oh no, it's a moment no of silence. No, he's not dead. No. <laughs> that was our moment of silence you interrupted to say he's not dead. No, he's not dead. Okay, hold on. Okay, yeah, he's not dead. So let, that was a quick moment of silence. Um, hopefully, people don't have that uh, feature on their podcast apps where it just skips the silence. <laughs> <laughs> um let's but, take a quick moment of silence so that was the moment of silence <laughs> but uh deadline reports that david leach no no longer directing this movie as the talks have fallen through so that was a uh, a very quick turnaround because that first piece of news with david coming on board was uh february 5th and then by february 9th a few days later he's already gone and every piece of content Clearly that we all said, made. Oh, by the way, I've got a script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably that's probably what it was. He had too much vision. Um, but all the content that all of us made is pointless, um, unless you just want to hear conversations about you know different things that we talked about. You know, I, I think I, that's valid too because we all I, I made several podcasts and videos and things about like what this news is and what it means and how excited I was and, and talked about theories and ideas. So that stuff's still valid, but the news of him being attached just lasted a few days. So, mm. you know, apparently, you know, it was an amicable part, uh, amicable parting. So that's good. Like, you know, he, he's done work for them before and he, he does a lot of work with universal and they want to keep him around obviously because he did fall guys, um, which is coming out, you know, in, in a little bit. So he's going to have to do a lot of promo for that. So maybe in a, a few weeks time uh i think it comes out in may maybe we'll hear some more about what his side of the story is because i guarantee somebody is going to ask him right i hope so yeah. um i but, hope uh, somebody asked him for a scene by scene breakdown of the script he was asked yeah to yeah to yeah maybe he can give some notes about how it how it looked <laughs> um but uh but like if he wanted to put his stamp on things if he had a different vision for this movie that seems to have been like the the, the the reason that this mm. fell through because like you know if you come on to a Jurassic movie I'm sure you want to have a little bit of input but you don't want to be somebody I don't know it's got to be a not a great feeling to to know that you're just coming in to do what other people want you to do I don't know yeah so yeah, I mean I think you go become a director to direct not to be directed <laughs> yeah yeah 
So there wasn't really much in the way of information in this one. So at at uh, this point, my alarm bells are intensifying slightly, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, And 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 then we get hot. We do get hot. Yeah, there was like a heat vision report. I don't have the image for that, but um, a heat vision from uh, the Hollywood Reporter had had indicated that like um, he, yeah, he 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 wanted to be somebody, I guess, that uh, could have really put a stamp on the film. And there was this source apparently that said that there's not enough time to work with new ideas. Yeah, which which so probably this is where my red flags go ding ding ding. Yeah, which probably, you know, speaks to why he's not involved in this, because like he probably had a lot of ideas. I imagine if, you know, we've got tons of ideas. If we if say if the universal said, hey, hey, Brad, hey, Tom, you guys do you want to direct this movie? We'd be like, yeah, oh, we got so many ideas. OK, no, we'll see you later. Actually, we don't want you involved. We've we've got plenty of ideas. Um, so, Brad, I, 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 I hate to break it to you, but in terms of receiving that call, we're probably like 37th on the list. I least. mean, that is a. I'm glad that we're at least 37th on the list. That's not far down. Mate, I mean, uh, let's be real. We're probably not even on the list. I've got one less credit than Colin Trevorrow had. So that's, you know, before he was, he was, uh, added to the franchise. Um, but, um, but yeah, so he, you know, or somebody says that there's at least not enough time to work with new ideas. So that, to me, that's like you're saying, the alarm bells are going off. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. This movie's got to come out. We've already told everybody, which is not a, a, a firm set in stone thing. Film dates when change constantly. PR 101 is usually do not share something until it is confirmed. Yeah, like, that's... Oh, man. It's just wild to me because it... it None of this stuff is official news. Like this is just mm. scoops. These are scoops. This is not a press release. This is the no, I I'm sorry. The the one about David Cap was like official news. But like all this other stuff has been like scoops and things. It's not really like announcements or press releases. So mm-hmm. I don't really know why Universal decided we have to tell you about this date. Um maybe maybe they got word that uh you know, uh uh, Fantastic Four was going to be announced soon, and we got to get ahead of that or something. But um, got to keep the brand relevant, Brad. Right? I did do a whole deep dive into on one of my streams recently. Go check out the weekly live streams on YouTube. Uh, shout out to all the people <laughs> in the chat. Uh, <laughs> but I did a, That's a two deep dive. shout outs on yeah. this show, guys. They, they, they're there every week. Um, but um, I did a deep dive into like what is Universal's like. What movies do they have coming up? And there's quite a bit, mm. but there's not like official, like you don't know that there's going to be a lot of like, we're going to break down the doors with the, the box office. You know, there's Wicked, yeah. which is definitely going to make a lot of money. Wicked's going to do great. Like, I have no doubt about that. Um, but for some reason, they're still marketing that as not. Wicked for a minute. And Wicked. I was so confused. I was like, what, we're getting an Ewok An Ewok movie. Yeah. It's going to be. <laughs> Um, my no, brain we, is genuinely just gone <laughs> it's uh you know yes i know the film where story Jeff of the wizard of oz Ian Malcolm. yes yeah. yes come on down to my city of green uh Dude, i can't wait to see i, him do I that. got i got that advert as a um a paid ad was the first time i saw the trailer and it made me sit up in my chair because the way he enunciates as the wizard is literally the exact same as Je- um ian malcolm <laughs> yeah. so i like sat there... up and i was like what <laughs> 
Jeff Goldblum doesn't act. You know that, right? He no. just is. He just is. That's all he is, is. He puts on different costumes and just is himself. Um, so, yeah, but I, I can't wait to just hear him sing, I'm wonderful. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be fun. But um, that movie's going to do great stuff, for sure, in the box office. We also have, yeah. like, um, this is all off the top of my head. I don't remember every detail, but, like, there's a Megan 2, which will do okay. There's, like, a few okay movies that are, like, okay, they'll make some money. Um, but you do have like How to Train Your Dragon in live action, so that that'll do probably yeah, a pretty pretty big deal. That would do well. um, and depending on how wicked the first part is received, uh, the second part comes out in 2025 um, at the later half of the year. So who knows if that will make a ton of money? So I think they're just like we need a movie in the middle of summer here that's going to make us money. So let's we need to keep this movie here. We can't move this away from that. So that's my feeling is like they just have to have this movie come out because of the strikes and because of COVID and everything that's, you know, messed up the box offices in, in recent years. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's pretty firm that that they want this date there. So they're going to rush to get it done, unfortunately. Yeah. So even um, if it means the film is a dumpster fire upon release. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're, um, there's not enough time. And then the, the, this is where we get the report that they've done some dinosaur design work and some soft prep on the movie. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, th there was this also this line about, like, they're going to lean into action, which is obvious. If you're going to ca uh, not cast um, hire David Leach in this role, you're going to get some great action. Um, John yeah. Wick stuff, you know, uh, Bullet Train. I watched that the other day in, in prep to find out more about him. I really him. hope we're going to have Owen Grady returning doing some like John Wick stuff. I mean, he already was. Like, I loved that yeah. stuff that he did in Fallen Kingdom. Oh, dude. It was like dude. Jason Bourne esque. That's you know? the film. That's the film. Somebody kills Owen's Blue and he comes back and goes after them. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've heard. Uh, Maisie, you know, Beta's killed and, and Maisie's going to, you know, <laughs> take down some people. Um, so there's been a lot of uh, conversation about that kind of style of stuff. My thought was based off this next one where, like, they said it's going to lean into action and it's going to have an escape from New York vibe, which, um, you know, I've, I've actually. What would you say? I've never seen it. Which I was just also going to say the same thing. I've never seen it, but this is uh, Snake Plissken, isn't it? Yeah, I may have seen it. Yeah. I may have seen it like a long, long time ago. But I, uh, but you know, the the plot point here that I wrote down was that it's like crime ridden U.S. New York City is like a walled off prison, I guess. And uh, Air Force One apparently crashes into the city, and uh, the president's on board, and Snake has to. Is that his name, Snake? Uh, he has to go in, yeah. and uh, he's an ex-soldier, and he's going to go retrieve the president. Which I might that's a great watch concept on Amazon Prime tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was considering I watching wonder, it too, yeah, but I didn't have enough time before this. So here's a piece of speculation for you. I wonder if the the reference to Escape from New York is because a plane with a dinosaur or dinosaurs on crashes somewhere. That's perfectly plausible, yeah. I, In my mind, I'm like, okay, you hired David Leach, who just did Bullet Train. Uh, did you see Bullet Train? I've seen bits of it. I love Lemon and Tangerine. Oh, they're so good. Like, I want... <laughs> I, I actually really... I really liked that movie a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, 
So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this Escape from New York, maybe it's like a train that has dinosaurs on it. You know, like I think me and and Aaron, I think we're talking about this. I don't know if it was on the podcast or we did a live stream last week. Um, with uh, no, it wasn't last week, but that was Valentine's Day, the the week before that. Um, oh, you guys did a Valentine's yeah, Day, yeah, we did it. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> it was the week before that, and we talked about some things. And I don't remember if he remember if he told me on the feed or off the feed, but like he mentioned something about like having this love of like train movies. Sorry, Aaron, if I'm bursting yeah. your bubble here, but like, uh, and and um, and I'm like, yeah, train movies are pretty awesome. You've got like this one, you've got like you know james bond and there's there's a lot of really cool movies uh the the mission impossible one a lot of cool movies set on trains that have like cool train action sequences so in my mind i'm like have a train that is carrying dinosaurs from one facility to the next and then it crashes in the middle of nowhere you know and it's like an isolated movie where like this one person has to try to take out or like uh, trank all these dinosaurs or escape this wilderness and you know i thought that would have been a really cool idea for a movie and it kind of maybe could have that escape from new york vibe i would but, take that yeah yeah but um apparently like an insider at universal said that the escape from new york vibe is not true so i don't know if there's like mixed communication there if it is or they just didn't know what they were talking about or what is the case well you but, mean communication is still a problem could be could be um also the uh the insider said no to weaponized dinosaurs so that's apparently off the table which i you know that would be a continuation of the jurassic world stuff um pretty heavily because that was like a main plot point of those movies so uh i still think it makes a lot of sense like i um I was about to spoil something in Tales season two, but I don't think I want to. <laughs> but um, I, I think it, it makes it just makes a lot of sense for these things to pop up in more real world scenarios where they might be used nefariously. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree totally. I think that would be, you know, a good way to do it. All we've really gotten out of that is like small scenes. You know, we got a little bit of like yeah. obviously the training is part of that. Oh, and training, but we got a, a quick conversation in the beginning of Jurassic World, and we got like the Indoraptor. Is that what it was called? Yeah, uh, that yeah. scene, you know, <laughs> and and uh, the, with the the targeting system, and that was about it. Like we really didn't get a whole yeah. lot with that story. So to actually see like Vic Hoskins thing come to fruition in some way, I still Vic do Hoskins think it would be back with a cybernetic arm. Yes, please. Let's go. Let's go. Give him an eye patch. Uh, it'll be an escape from New York vibe, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's at least at, as of this moment in time. As far as I know, I have not checked the internet today. But um, that could be where we stand right now. I did want to bring up Brad, just a little... That's trailer. Oh, we got a trailer for yeah. the new movie? <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's watch yeah. it right now. Here, here we go. It's uh, let's let's hit play on the trailer. Ready? Here it is. Oh, nope. That's not it. Sorry. That's 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 not it. Um, <laughs> but but uh, there was not. This is not news or anything. But I just wanted to to talk about this real quick because um, Steven Spielberg was at the like Oscars luncheon thing for the 2024 mm. Oscars. And, you know, there's tons of people there. There's a, they do this like massive picture thing. And um, 
Steven Spielberg took a few pictures with like J.A. Bayona, who, you know, has that, that movie that's on Netflix right now um, with Michael Giacchino doing the score for that movie. So I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe is Steven out there recruiting? Is he on a recruiting mission currently? Like, hey, J.A., would you, you know, do you want to come back and just do something real quick for us? You know, get it off, you know, <laughs> I don't need any vision, but like you. You, you can't have any input in it. No input, I, but I like, would you do it? J.A. strikes me as the kind of director who likes to have input. I think so. I do think so. Mm. Um, now, this one, this next one that I don't really know a ton about the director himself, but I could see maybe being like this guy being like, let's do it. Let's go. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and that's the director of uh, Godzilla Minus One, uh, Takashi Yamazaki. To see Dude, that movie. What are you doing, man? We did a whole 10 episodes <laughs> about Godzilla. What are you doing, man? Uh, go watch that Different movie Godzilla, somehow. Mate. Different Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. But... No, it's the multiverse of Godzillas. They all exist on this. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't wait for the epic conclusion of the Monsterverse saga to feature Zilla from the 19 whatever film. 1994, dude in a suit. Or 1998, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I want to. I, uh, I wasn't alive. What was that? What's the baby one's uh, called? Like a Manila or something <laughs> like that? Like, I want that Godzilla, yeah. that like baby Godzilla. Um, God's the son of Godzilla. It's horrifying. Um, but anyway, uh, he Steven Spielberg, uh, Spielberg took a picture with him as well. And uh, he actually gave Steven like a mini like Godzilla toy. like, mm-hmm. And so Steven now has this. So I'm like, OK, that could be a great recruiting mission, because if you've watched uh, Godzilla minus one, a lot of that movie like yes. has a Jurassic vibe, dude. Like it is it straight really up does. feels Jurassic. So I think that could be a great choice if i know you saw it so you you really know all about it um but i think that could be a really cool choice uh is to get him to go yeah. from godzilla to and and that movie has got a hi- a lot of hype and praise and people are loving it. it made a lot of money i think it's like one of the biggest uh japanese movies or, or something in in the u.s here mm. so that could be a, a really cool transition and i'm sure like an amazing goal for that director probably and I'm putting words in his mouth but I would assume mm-hmm. if you're if you're imitating Steven Spielberg in your film you probably want to like <laughs> work with him at in some form or fashion not just give him a Godzilla toy but um no, but that yeah. was his dream it's a, it's achieved now I've always He's wanted to just Spielberg hand Godzilla you this. Toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway that's I think where where the conversation ends for now uh we'll have to uh yeah get back together but that was a long little history long little uh, a long history there since 2020 <laughs> i mean in four years is not a huge grand scope but like it's you know the past four years of conversation and uh little reports here and there news and... in the past four weeks than the past four years yeah and whether this movie ends up being a prequel or uh, in between quill or a sequel whatever the case may be i think or a all... reboot or reboot complete new. <laughs> yeah. I think all options are kind of on the table, not the reboot, but like, I think all options are really on the table right now. So it could be anything. And the messaging has been I so confusing. I genuinely think a reboot could even be on the table. The only way I want them to do that is if it is like a, an Apple TV or an HBO mini series. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would have to and be they're not gonna do R-rated. that because they can't tell toys. Yeah, no, I don't know if they can, like, separate that in their minds of, like, we have two things. We've got this faithful recreation on streaming, and we've got 
our film franchise. Like, I don't know if they can mm-hmm. hopefully separate that, but that would be very cool to see. And I know a lot of Jurassic fans would really like that. For so many years, I, I was kind of against that idea. But I think after you know the past eight years and so, I've been like, okay, I would be okay with it as long as it's not a film that's like taking the place of the continued continued story. I just want it to be like its own thing on a streaming service. I think it would be pretty cool to have a faithful recreation of the book. Um, but, yeah. you know, I've heard reports of everything and we've seen it in all these reports, whether it was a prequel or, a, you know, a, a t- using the word Jurassic World, you know, <laughs> there's so I don't know. I don't know what the, what this thing is. I have no idea. There's been several movies directors. No soon. <laughs> hopefully soon. Several directors have been lined yeah. up. We've got one writer. We've got Steve Brasati. <sighs> we'll know soon. I'm just but, waiting, uh, waiting for Brad Jost to be cast as the multimedia consultant. Well, I was trying to 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 harness my like Steven Spielberg vibes because I got to get my hair out a little bit longer yeah. here, like so I can like look like Steven a little bit more. But um, I was trying to harness my Steven Spielberg vibes. So, yeah. Um, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> That's you could have told me I'm beautiful and moved on. But you did. So thank and you. this is why I didn't have a Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been your Valentine, Tom. Thanks, mate. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see this get cut so it's not on the internet for people to see. Oh, you think that's getting cut? <laughs> <laughs> Life will not be contained. Life breaks free, expands to new territories, and crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously, but... Uh, oh, there it is. There it is. I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. That'll do it for another episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you for sticking with us, as always, uh, here on the podcast feed. We love that you listen to this and that you share in this love um, of this franchise and uh, where it's going to be going in the near future, hopefully. I hope you uh, enjoyed that full timeline of events that we went through and uh, who knows where it's going to lead. Maybe there's been some updates since then, but uh, I don't know. But I'm very excited to see what happens in the near future. Like I said, this could all change at a moment's notice um, and lead us in a brand new direction that we never expected. And I'm very excited. I have so many thoughts and theories. You've heard them all. Uh, and I can't wait to dive into those even more. And, and hopefully we get a good idea as to what we're dealing with here in the near future. So thank you so much for listening and indulging in our thoughts for this episode. And a huge thank you to Tom uh, for joining me once again here in the show. Always down to talk about any Jurassic topic we can come up with. So thank you, Tom, for joining me once again. And I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll be on the show, you know, soon enough. So thank you once again. And uh, also a huge thank you to Podomatic, our podcast host, for uh, you know letting us, you know, spend so many gigabytes of data and all kinds of fun stuff on our podcast feed. We really, really appreciate it. Stay safe. Be kind. Let's continue to fight for representation, change, and equality in the Jurassic franchise, but more importantly, outside of it, in the real world. We need to make this world a better place ASAP. Come on, let's do it right now. Let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and hand things off to myself for the outro. Take it away. 
Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Continue the conversation with us on Threads and Instagram. Watch our content on TikTok and YouTube. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com. You'll find today's episode show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, our website, and wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to follow along and share with your friends, family, and fellow Jurassic fans. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We will read your Apple reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss our Wednesday night live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage on our YouTube channel. If you want to get a hold of us or participate in the Jurassic Mailbag, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails and MP3s to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message or just to say hi. That number is 732-825-7763. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, enjoy. Enjoy.